What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So, it wasn't a full slate of games on Monday night, but we had a, a bunch of teams playing, so we'll jump into what we did see. I'm going to begin in Seattle, where the Twins beat the Mariners 3-2. And the theme of this game is something that the Twins have gotten used to recently. It's their ABC trio at the top of their lineup. What is ABC? It's Arias, Buxton, Correa. That is that is how they go to to start their lineup. I mean, it's it's definitely a a, a tough minefield for any opposing starter to have to navigate. And Chris Flexen had firsthand experience of that on Monday night. So they won three to two, and those runs came courtesy of a two-run blast by Buxton early in the game in the first inning. And that was Buxton's 18th home run of the year. You know, he's really found his power stroke this year. And, you know, Luis Arias. Luis Arias is the early leader for the AL batting title. He was two for four on Monday with a walk and boosted his average to 362 and marked his American League leading 16th game, reaching base three or more times. And then, you know, Correa has been has been on fire too since April 28. That's a good chunk of games. That's that's a month and a half. Correa is hitting 384 with a 444 on base, 586 slugging. So on on Thursday, you know, this ABC trio, if we go a little further back, their first game with the lineup in that order, they opened with back-to-back-to-back home runs off of Garrett Cole. That's three consecutive homers, and that's the first time in history where a team's first three batters of a game all homered. So they have some spark plugs at the top of their lineup. If they stay healthy, this is going to be extremely, extremely dangerous. And, you know, we saw some of that against Chris Flexen in in Seattle. And, you know, on Monday, Flexen already had his work cut out for him because entering the game, Buxton already had... He was already 5-for-5 five five lifetime against this right-hander with three doubles, a homer, and a walk. And he just kept it going with another homer. I mean, the first pitch of the game was a base hit by Arias. And then full count by Buxton. Then he, he blasts the home run 401 feet to straightaway or to right center field. So, yeah, I mean, Chris Archer threw for the Twins on Monday. And, you know, before he even took them out, he had gotten a 2-0 lead from, from Team ABC. And you know he was able to he was able to pitch well enough and yeah fan three. He's not really going deep in the games, but that's how the Twins are managing his health because Archer is known as a guy who who gets hurt a lot and you know, he'll throw four innings here, five innings there, but that's how they're keeping him fresh. And I mean he's he's been effective in that role. So Twins are looking good. That is their. That that is their secret weapon, I guess. That is that that line of configuration at the top is something that they've discovered in the past week, and they're going to be running that out there. And teams are going to have to figure out how to pitch to it. Moving on, the Toronto Blue Jays back home in Toronto. They they beat the Orioles eleven one, and you know their offense has has really come to life here recently. They scored seven runs in the fifth inning of their opener against the Orioles. They won this game. Convincingly, but their offense is really heating up to 2021 levels. I mean, lot, lots of lots of action on Monday night. Um, 
you know, Vlad Guerrero Jr. solo homer, Teoscar Hernandez, RBI double. You know, a lot of good things to talk about, of course, when you score 11 runs. But if you look on the mound, Alec Manoa, we talked about how this guy has become an ace. He really has. And, you know, he's he's moved to 8-1 and one with a 1-6-7 ERA after Monday's game. He's back to doing what he loves. He shut the Orioles down with six scoreless innings. You know, Alec Manoa is on his way to an all-star appearance. It's very well deserved. You know, this guy has just been lights out almost every single time he's been there. I did see that Kyle Stowers made his major league debut for the Baltimore Orioles. He's a left-handed hitting power bat. Plays corner outfield. He's playing left field. He went one for three. The reason I, I'm mentioning this is because I watched a lot of Kyle Stowers when he was in college. So he played for Stanford. Got, got some power. Had good power numbers in the minors. So Orioles have called him up. Also, the Orioles, you know, were, were, I saw on the ticker at the bottom of the TV, watching ESPN on Monday, that you know their owner was under some heat about rumors saying that he was not committed to keeping the team in Baltimore. That he was thinking of moving to Tennessee, and then he he said, "No, that's not true. The Orioles are never leaving Baltimore." So take that for what you will. Obviously, there's always going to be scrutiny when the team struggles like this for so many years, and the Orioles are are still rebuilding. They're in the middle of a rebuild. They're not even close to being done. But, you know, we are seeing some of their prospects finally make it up to the big leagues. You know, Adley Rutschman is up, still is trying to find his find his groove. Um, but he's up in the bigs. And, you know, they have more guys on the way coming. You know, Grayson Rodriguez was the big was the big pitcher, you know, that was supposed to be making his way up to the bigs this year, but he's he's hurt. He's out for I think I think for the year or most of the year. And um, they'll just have to keep keep on trucking and in the next few years hopefully turn the page but yeah offensive beat down from the blue jays looking at that box score i mean most of their players had multiple hits most of their starters had multiple hits actually all but every starter had a hit and wow seven of them had multiple two three hits in in the game so um yeah it was not a good pitching day for the Baltimore Orioles, the Blue Jays' offense is, is really trucking along. Let's head to Philadelphia, where the Phillies got back on their winning ways. You know, their win streak was broken on Sunday, but they just they, they have decided to start a new one, I guess. They got their 10th win in 11 games as they beat the Marlins 3-2. And, you know, Reese Hoskins... You know, delivered a a walk off here. He ripped the slider to center field for a walk off single at the bottom of the ninth, and they get the win, scoring Matt Vierling. You know, Matt Vierling has been bounced around to different positions. So on Monday he started at a new position, which is third base. Over the weekend he's playing some second base. Matt Vierling is actually an outfielder, and you know he's been playing different positions in order to keep him in the lineup. But Phillies are hot. Phillies are winning games, and Reese Hoskins was the was the most recent hero. They bounced back from their first loss of the Rob Thompson era, which was on Sunday, and now they've, you know, t- they won ten out of eleven. That is, that's special. That's special. This was the Phillies' third walk-off win of the year, but it was their first against a divisional opponent, and also came against a pitcher who's making a case for the NL Cy Young. That's Sandy Alcantara. So Bryce Harper hit an RBI double with one out on the third, but that that double actually snapped a streak of twenty scoreless innings by him. Alcantara has been lights out, as we see. This was a low-scoring game anyway. So, Phillies don't care who's pitching. 
and and they can they can hang with the best of them. So that's that's cool stuff. So three two victory for Philadelphia. The beat goes on for the Braves. If we stay in the NL East, the Braves beat the Nationals nine five. So they have won twelve straight. Now, this game, they won it in D.C., but it did come at a cost. Ozzy Albee suffered a fractured left foot during this win, and it's actually expected to sideline him for a good chunk of the summer. Um, that's, that's, that's a huge blow. That is a huge blow. You know, this injury comes after Albee's was heating up after a slow start. He had 11 RBIs in his past seven games entering Monday night. Now he's got a fractured foot. So what are the Braves going to do? They, they are light on infield depth behind Orlando Arcia, because Arcia can play all three infield positions, but they might have to dip into their minor league pool. At Triple A Gwinnett, they have some veteran options. You know, Pat Vileka's there, Ryan Goins is there. You know, they have some other guys. They have a prospect, number five prospect, Braden Shoemake is also at Gwinnett. Um, but Braden Shoemake is a natural shortstop. He hasn't really torn up Triple A in his first crack at Triple A, so maybe they might just go get some veteran depth. But we'll see what they do. They are winning a lot, though. The Braves are winning a lot. And, um, yeah. 12 straight wins for Atlanta. It's just Ozzie Albies. Ozzie Albies is going to be out for some time. I'm not sure. I said for the good chunk of the summer because I don't know exactly what the timeline is. Um, yeah. I, I really, there, there's no, the, the club hasn't provided a more specific timetable, but he's, he's supposed to be out for an extended period of time. So, that's going to do it for today, folks. That will conclude this episode. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who would be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.